Hey guys, I just want to take a second to invite you to join the members only section of the website. I'm doing away with Patreon soon and everything's going to go straight to the website. You'll go there for bonus content, early releases, uh, extra behind the scenes stuff, my personal life kind of thing. Plus, I'm bringing in the Bump Hotline. Uh, open up a cell phone number that is just for members. Um, I'll send you text messages. You can send me voicemails directly. If I might just answer the phone. It just depends on if I'm busy or not. Um, and we can start group chats. You know, just things to pull the community together as believers. So I'm really excited about that. Um, it's only $1.75 per week. I found that being the most feasible way for everybody to be able to join. Um, that's less than the price of a candy bar a month, uh, a week. So jump on there, check it out. If you don't like it, you can unsubscribe at any time and you're not stuck, you know, paying these big high monthly subscription fees. Um, Patreon members and people who want to just donate to the show, you can still do that. You can always go through Anchor and just do a donation to the show if that's what you want to do. But for the monthly member support, it's just $1.75 a week now on thebumppodcast.com. Also, um, if there's anything that you want to send, if you want me to review books or anything like that before you come on the show, if you're an author, if you want to exchange decals, if you're another podcast and you want to do some swag exchanges, or if you just want to send something for me to check out, um, no cursed objects, please. (laughs) I have opened up a P.O. box for the show, you can make it out to the Bump Podcast at P.O. Box 1453 at Chapmanville, C-H-A-P-M-A-N-V-I-L-L-E, West Virginia, which is WV25508. I can't wait to hear from you guys. I've already received some artwork and some decals. I love it. I love how this community is growing and how everybody's just so close-knit. So, Don't stop believing, and thank you again for the support. I love you guys. When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night.
Hey there, believers. I got another fun episode for you today. This week, I'm bringing on Dale. I've been trying to get this gentleman on the show since March. Um, I don't know if I've ever met someone who works more hours than this man, but we have finally lined it up. I believe he had to take a day off of work, so and uh, he's here today. We're going to discuss um, some pretty exciting stuff, some pretty scary stuff. Um, he's pretty adept to spiritual warfare. He's uh, originally our email started over an encounter he had. Um, it's been probably 15 years ago, I think, with a demonic encounter with one of his friends. So I'll, I'll let him get into all that. But uh, he also has some other experiences that he wanted to share. Super excited about this one. We've waited a long time. Like I said, it's been since March. So we're recording this mid-July. So it's been a long, long time coming. So with no further delay, let me bring on Dale. Oh, let me ask you first. Uh, those of you on YouTube, you can see a little bit more of the, of the office. Not really much more, but I got a different camera angle. Um, we did a little rearranging and stuff. I got the big uh, stone head up here where you can see it now. So hopefully as summer progresses, I will arrange the cameras and stuff in a, uh, a little bit of a different way to where we can get more of the office in here. Because it looks, the whole thing looks like a big set, basically. So it'd be fun to share all that. Anyway, let me go ahead and bring on Dale. All right, my name is Dale. Um, so I guess I'll just start at the beginning with uh, uh, back when I was really, really tiny. It was a story from my mom. Okay. Um, she, my sister had passed when a couple, I think about a week before her birthday. Mm. And um, I was two years younger than her, but my mom told me that um, she had a dream where this huge, massive, I guess you could say demon-like thing was like banging on, on the wall of the room that I was sleeping in. Like it was trying so hard to get in and you know, she woke up in a cold sweat and she looked over the, the dog, dog was sleeping, you know, she went and checked in the room. I was sleeping everything was just fine. And when she told me that story, I think that's where I started to get interested in, you know, the, the paranormal and all that stuff. And right. I, I really didn't know what, to, what to think about it. You know, I mean, it was, just one one of those things and as i got a little as i got um as i was growing up in in that house because when you walked into the uh living room and you would go down the hall and my room would be the door to my room would be at the end of the hall so but every time at night i'd always get this feeling of something watching me right. something behind me yeah you know, so I, I just kind of, you know, I thought it was like, looking back now, I thought it was just a little kid being a little kid type of thing. 
but I actually, when I became a teenager and all that, I, you could still feel it, you know? So, uh, that, that was, it, I mean, like I said, it was, it, it was there. It got me to, so there's something a little bit more, right? but, and then, uh, which would go into, um, another one of my mom's stories, which was, uh, she told me that, uh, her dad had passed when she was 16 wow. and she, she was sleeping and, um, uh, she heard some books fall over and she woke, you know, woke her up and she just felt very peaceful, very, everything was fine. And then she's like, well, I'll just pick up the books, you know, in the morning. And she went and looked in, in the morning and no books had fallen over. And my, my mom was super, super close to her dad. Right. Super close to him. Yeah. So does she think that he was doing that as a way of communication? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, we've, we've talked about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I really think so. Like, I, it seems like my mom's had like some experiences with with stuff, right? You know, but um, I don't know if she was she's open to it or or what, and it kind of maybe transferred onto me a bit, I guess. Yeah, man. Uh, so that kind of goes into as life progressed. I was late teens and um me and me and my buddy were we were going down to um to muncie indiana to uh visit his brother he had a souped up van and all that stuff they would go to the drag strip with it and everything but uh you know so i decided to go down there and uh with him and as we're driving he tells me he goes hey he goes when we, when we get there uh don't be surprised if you see anything. I was like, what do you, what, what do you mean? He was just, you'll, you'll, if you see something, you'll know and don't worry about it. I was like, Oh, all right, dude. You know, wow. uh, I, I'm like, all right, well, whatever. So we, we went down there and you, I, I walked in the house and immediately I felt like extremely comfortable and I'm kind of get a bit of an anxiety a little bit especially visit there's that awkwardness and all that yeah you know but not nothing really happened and it wasn't until like a year later when uh we went uh we went back down there and i remember i was sleeping on the couch and i i woke up and i turned over and i looked and i'd been facing the tv and i opened when i when i looked there's like this or like a, a orange reddish glow and it was like a old, older woman like in a, a a white gown type of type of deal and she just she looked sad so i was like okay and she was like looking at me but it didn't feel like she was it was directed towards me it was like someone like looking off into the distance you know and you just happen to be in the way yeah yeah okay so the next morning i told my buddy i'm like you know i this is what i saw and everything he was he was honestly he goes that doesn't surprise me at all 
he's like, my brother's been going through a really rough time lately. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's, I guess his brother has, is a very uh, spiritual and religious person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, during that, he said, so what you probably saw was maybe like a guardian angel or something like that. Um, I, I really didn't get too much of a, you know out of them from it but also at the time i like i was interested in stuff but i i just was in my own little world and never really focused on stuff like that right right so this is it was it the full body apparition like yeah i mean it, it was i mean head head to almost toe. i mean i couldn't see her feet because the the, the gown was like she was just covered wow you know like a, a hood and like it just just flowed down like it, it looked it didn't look bad or anything i mean it just looked like a nice gown and i, I don't know it was it was just so I, I mean i could still see it like as if it happened yesterday that's that's freaking yeah it, it wasn't I was, like i said it was just like i still felt peaceful i still felt fine I, it was just like it was there and i just happened happened to see it yeah wow oh that was yeah that, that was that was something and and then uh let's see i uh i guess this, this kind of gets into the the big big story it kind of leads us there here um i started getting more into the paranormal when ghost hunters first you know uh came out and oh yeah man me too <laughs> and me and a buddy, we, we would we would watch it, we would talk about it, and you know we we had even talked about you know doing some ghost hunting, uh, but um, we didn't do that till year a couple of years later. But uh, you know I've always had a, a friend or two where I would talk about you know spiritualness and you know are demons real or ghosts and what are they and you know, and uh, so one night um, I was I was laying in bed and I, I was praying and I'm like, God, I, I just just because I'm a very curious person, I'm like, I ask God, I'm like, I'd like to know how real this is. I want to, you know, I, I, I'm just so curious. I want to know. Well, he, he showed me, mm. I mean, about, about two weeks later. Uh, me and a buddy of mine, we we went out uh, to a karaoke bar or whatever that we we usually did around the same time. It was it was rather, you know, it's just something that we always did. Right. And, um, so we we were there. There wasn't really much going on. We maybe had a drink or whatever, and then a few months later, we we left. And uh, his neighborhood is actually my old neighborhood. I've, I've I've known him since second grade. Wow! I was second grade, and at the time I was what, 24, 25 years old. So we, I still know him to this day too, and I'm now right. one. So, but uh, yeah, we were like, hey, you you just want to take a walk because we used to walk around the neighborhood all the time as kids, and so you know we would just walk and talk and. 
you know, he's like, yeah, sure. You know, so it's about, I think I want to say it was around fall. This was a fall of 2004, 2005, maybe. And uh, so we start walking and he, he's talking to me, you know, he had a rough time with, with his dad and he was kind of going on about that. And, but there was something he said, I don't even know why, but he said something and it, it struck me funny. It, it just, I just started laughing. I, I don't know why. I just started started laughing, and he's like, he's like, stop, he's like, stop laughing at me. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm, I'm not laughing at you. I don't know why. It's just the way you said it was, was funny, you know. And then he's like, stop laughing at me. Stop laughing at me. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, that cleaned me up real quick. You know, it was just like from, from all the laughing. Right. And, uh, then he just started screaming it. I'm like, okay, I, I'm sorry, man. You know, and, and while this is going on, I mean, we're, we're still walking. All right. And then, you know, we, we, we turn a corner and all, all of a sudden he just kind of like went down to the ground and was start, started crying. And then he started speaking another language. Mm. At first, I was I was like, "Dude, you 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 okay?" And he was he just started talking another language. I mean, I I've known him for so long. I know he only knows a tiny bit of Spanish. That was from high school. I, so what? But what he was speaking? I mean, it was it was fluent. I mean, it was just mm. fluent and old it sounded old what I, I would guess would be old sounding right uh and i'm you know i'm like are you okay are you okay and you know he's spitting up he's throwing up and you know i know it's gross as it is but i mean it's not just pulling porn out of his nose and everything he's he, you know he's just speaking in the um i i uh I didn't know what else to do. You know, I, I'm trying to get him up from the ground and, you know, to, to continue walk. But this, the intelligence that was running through my brain wasn't very high at the time because we kept on going away from his house instead of back towards <laughs> house. I don't know why it didn't even cross my mind. It was just kind of like, a, a just keep get him moving forward type of thing, I guess. Right. And, you know, so we, we'd get up and he'd go, you know, all while he's, speaking this language or whatever and and then finally he dropped back down to the ground and i, I didn't know what else to do so i just put my hands on him and I, I started praying and when i started doing that he started to scream like he was in pain oh no and and then it, the screams started to turn into howling like i mean a wolf howling at the moon type of deal you know, so I'm I'm praying over him. I've never experienced the. I mean, I've heard about stuff. I've watched shows on it. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I all I knew is that you had to pray for him. Right. And I didn't know at the time to use Jesus's name and all all that stuff. So I'm just kind of praying. You know, just please get up. Please, you know, God help him. 
you know, get up and everything. And he would, he would just do the howling and, and I'd get him to stand up and he'd start speaking in another language. And, and then the, finally we got to a point where he kind of fell back down and I couldn't really move him. And I put my hands back on him and I started praying for him. And all of a sudden it felt like heat. Like my back was on fire. Really? Yeah. And I was like, almost to the point where I started sweating and mind you, I mean, it was like fall. So it was probably about 40 some odd degrees outside. Right. And yeah, I mean, I just felt like my back was on fire. I mean, it it wasn't painful, but it, I don't know. It was, I don't, I really don't know how to explain, explain it, but it was almost like a, a cooling heat. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's so weird, but you know, we were so, I, I get him, you know, during this, you know, it kind of stays with me, but, you know, I get him back up and I start moving. And now, by the way, we're, we're probably about a quarter mile away from the house, half a mile, somewhere around there. And uh, I, I start thinking, like, oh, my gosh, you know, like this has been going on for a long time. I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I. I you know, I don't know what's going on. I got to get him back to his house. So eventually, I i mean, I'm 5'7", you know, a buck 60 at the time. He's like 5'10", about 190 pounds. And I got to a point where I just started getting frustrated. I didn't know what to do anymore. Right. So I, I got him up and he started to give out and I gra grabbed him like this, you know, around around his coat and I mean we're face to face and his eyes are rolled back in his head and he starts speaking in that language again and I'm like I don't know what you're saying I can't understand you you have to speak English if you want me to understand you right. and that's when he said you don't know I'm like I don't I don't know what you don't know what happens and out of reaction I just said I know exactly how this ends. I read the Bible. I know what happens. Amen. And then, then all of a sudden, it was just kind of like, you know how you get in an argument with somebody and you got you got them dead. Yeah. Change the subject like that. All of a sudden, uh, he he was like, "Why aren't the cops here? The cops should have been here by now. Where are the cops?" I was like. I'm being protected. This was supposed, this was supposed to happen. This was, that's where it all kind of, yeah. came. you know, and I was just like, I can't do this. So I got this dude, I put him up on my back in a fireman's carry and I walked him a quarter mile, half mile. I got about a house away from his dropped him back on his feet. And I started to lose. I, I started crying, to be honest with you. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, and I just started walking away, you know, walking away to my car. And he's like, all right, man, I'll, I'll see you, see you uh, the ne next time we go out and do something. I was like, I kind of stopped and turned and looked at him. And he was like, nothing even happened. Like we had just a regular conversation. I mean, oh, like no, no. nothing happened at all. I mean, it, nothing it was i was like all right 
you know, and I'm like, I'll call you next time. And I got in the car. I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. This is a minute ago. This dude couldn't even walk. He wasn't even speaking English. You know, and then all of a sudden he's back, back to my phone. I got my car. I started, I called up, um, mind you, this is like two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I called my buddy that, you know, has dealt with, you know, he, he was the same person I went down to Muncie with. Uh, he, so he kind of knew about the spiritual aspect of things, but I, obviously I didn't get a call back from him and, uh, cause it was so late at night. Uh, I got, yeah, I was driving. I put in some worship music in, in my car. I had a CD and I was playing that and I was, yeah, I, I like bawled the whole way home. I was like, I can't believe that this, this just happened, you know? Yeah, man. No doubt about it. Uh, that is freaky. That's scary. Um, and you, you guys hadn't even been out that long, right? You, you said you just went to a, karaoke bar for a minute and then decide to walk yeah we we were there for we were at the at the bar for maybe like half hour 45 minutes yeah we we had we had a drink a piece i mean it wasn't you know we just talked and was like this sucks tonight let's just we should just go and right you know i i mean a couple of people asked you know if uh you know, maybe some put something in his drink or anything like that. But the the, the waitress knew us. You know, I don't see. Yeah, man. You know, we, we were common people there. You know, and we had right. a good friendship with her and all that. So it was not like any ill intent or anything like that. I mean, it was just a normal Tuesday night. Yeah. Now, did he remember doing this? Did you even bring him back up to him? Uh, no, I have. I did not bring get bring it up to him. Oh my gosh! I I I think a lot is like, how do you bring something like that up <laughs> to somebody? You know, I'm still trying to. I mean, even to this day, I mean, I I know what happened. I know why it happened because yeah. when you pray for things, you should be careful what you pray for because God might be like sure yeah. all right here you go you know i mean it's I, I i don't know how to how do you bring that up to somebody i don't know man uh i mean he doesn't have a history of this you know of these things happening i mean i know he said that one time i think it went to uh he, he goes to a Pentecostal church mm -hmm. and he went on a, a retreat or something. And they were, they were praying in the drive down to wherever they were going. And he started shaking, you know, and, um, but I hear that something like that is either common, I guess. Yeah. That can be pretty common, especially, uh, you know, depending on the denomination, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I've seen some pretty, some pretty wild stuff come out of, you know, a Pentecostal church, I get pretty excited. Yeah. But uh, nothing like what you're talking about. That, 
yeah i yeah i i grew i grew up i grew up catholic and so our biggest thing was not trying to sleep during mass <laughs> um but i started asking questions and i'm like you know what this something's not adding up to me here i started asking questions and no one could answer i'm like you know what i'm i'm just gonna do my own thing and i actually feel closer to god now on my own than i did going going to that church or all that yeah you know i i grew up catholic too if you listen to the show you've probably heard that you know me and my dad we we have theological discussions sometimes Mm -hmm. because he's you know he's he's catholic to the bone yeah. <laughs> and i i'm obviously not anymore um like i said my church is not denominational but it's mostly uh there's pentecostal there's church of god and baptist you know just a, a mix you know we we rotate different preachers through there and yeah so it sometimes it gets wild you know sometimes people you know are real reserved it's real quiet sometimes people are speaking in tongues and shouting um but you would you would feel a difference i would i would imagine if your friend is uh if his eyes are rolling back and he's throwing up and he's speaking in some kind of ancient language yeah that doesn't sound like a holy experience to me you know no definitely definitely not i mean especially like what scared me was where are the cops why aren't the cops here yet yeah you know it was like it wa- it wanted the cops to be there so we would get in some sort of trouble. And, and to be honest with you, I mean, like he's screaming and yelling. I mean, at the top of his lungs, it's not, you know, quiet. I mean, he's loud. So you know, you start thinking about that. I'm like, how did nobody hear that? How did someone must have heard something? But right. nothing. Nothing. So absolutely nothing. Does that lead you to believe that this was, it was the answer to your prayer? Like this was just a message for you to show you the reality of things? I, at first, it, I didn't make that connection. But after I had time to digest what happened, yeah, I, I, be, I believe it's like, this is, what, this is what, what you wanted. This is what you wanted to see, you know, and... I, I I was showed it and it, it kind of gave me a sense of peace in a way. It's like, all right, now now I know this is what's going on. You know, this stuff is as real as it gets. Yeah. I mean, and especially to happen to somebody that at the time I knew for about almost 20 years, you know, from children. Right. You know, to now now adults, it, you know it. it um, I I wouldn't change the experience, and it, it definitely laid a foundation of strength in me too. You know, to um, and to also understand it a bit better. And yeah, you know, if this were to ever happen again, you know, I have a better idea. So I, I you kind of look into stuff and. Yeah, I mean, it was it was an amazing, it's scary and amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I think it is scary and amazing. 
uh, did this friend, because you have known him forever, mm-hmm. do you know of any um, traumatic events or anything that may have happened to him that would make him susceptible to something like like this? Or do you think this was just not about him at all? I know knowing some of his past mm-hmm. and some of the issues. I mean, we never dug deep into, you know, the, the issues that he had with, with his dad and, and all that. I, to air that, I don't, right. Gotcha. You know, that that's kind of, I, I wouldn't want to do it without his permission, but yeah, um, yeah I get that. And I, I was just asking because a lot of times people that have um, they're attacked or oppressed, possessed, uh, mm-hmm. depressed, whatever you want to call it, whenever they got it on them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They uh, there's usually some kind of trauma related experience mm-hmm. or loss or you you know what I'm talking about, man. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when when you're down, that's when. You, you know your guards down and the the baddies can come in and feed off that negative uh, oh yeah yeah man. um yeah i i think for that situation i think it could have been a bit of both yeah um i think that there's something there mm-hmm. you you know something maybe attached and that's possibly why i would never assume to think i know why god does what he does right to me it would make sense of using him more than anyone else because there's a there was something that possibly was there or from you know past traumatic issues right um you know for for me it just makes logical sense yeah i guess (laughs) Hey, well, yeah, opportunity knocked. You wanted to see it. You got a little, little taste. Yeah, I, a little man. That, that, <laughs> I say a little, but that was that's absolutely frightening, man. That's horrible. But you know, out of out of that experience, though, I mean, it was like I don't know, like a, a confidence sprang from it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life, or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you never have to worry about failing, if you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code BUMP22 and save 10% site-wide. All right, that's BUMP, B-U-M-P, 22 to save 10% site-wide. This is a veteran-owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America. The buckles, the zippers, the straps, American-made. Um, there's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com But wait, there's more. <laughs> hey, Chris messaged me and said that if you guys use BUMP22 as the promo code this year, that he's going to increase that discount to 15%. So get on there now. Use BUMP22. Save 15% site-wide at SquatchSurvivalGear.com. You say it was a confidence booster for you, right? Yeah, yeah, in the sense, like, if something were to happen again, I feel a little bit more experienced. I know it was one experience, but I felt a little bit more confident about that. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, yeah, there, there's a couple other things that, that kind of kind of happened. Not not with him. Right. But, um, I mean, do you have any more questions about that whole situation before I move on? Or? Uh, well, before you move on, I, I got a couple of comments. Not really a question, but okay. uh, I can see how this would boost your confidence because look at what you did, how you reacted. One, you not only prayed for your buddy, but you snatched this guy up demon or not threw him on your shoulders and carried him back home i don't know if i have a friend like that <laughs> i think most of them would give me a bottle of water and you know hide me in some bushes until i had i come to myself you know what i mean that's yeah you're a wingman yeah well i, I mean i don't think it's that great because i was starting to get frustrated i was tired i was exhausted <laughs> And I'm like, I just got to get home. I just want to get home, you know? So I mean, that, that, I mean, that was definitely part of it, you know? But it's just like, I can't leave the guy there. He won't, I can't get him to move. I'm holding him up like this for, I don't know how long. Right. My muscles are burning. I'm like, this this has to stop. <laughs> and also, like I said, I, I wasn't going to leave. I, he can't, I, I couldn't leave him. I mean, even when he started screaming and talking in tongues, it's like, I can't just be like, Sorry about your luck, buddy. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I can't, couldn't do it. You, you know, me. my friend, I've known him for so long. You know, it was just like I had to be there. 
Yeah. And, and the thought of leaving him didn't even cross my mind. I mean, I've talked to other people and they said, dude, I would have just bailed. I just would have straight failed. Yeah. You can't. No, I, I, I just. No, you can't. That's a friend. That's a friend indeed. Right there. I try. <laughs> All right, Dale, go ahead. Let's let's hear what else you got because I don't know what. Whew, that's uh, that's a tough one, man. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's it's definitely interesting. Um, so. You know, a few years later, uh, me and my buddy finally decided to do do a little bit of ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. So it was me, him. My girlfriend at the time, my now wife, and a friend of his with his girlfriend or wife. I'm not sure. So we, we went to this one place. I think it was Halloween. It was this one graveyard. And there was like cars lined up. There's people walking through the cemetery. We just kind of all looked at each other like, where can we go? You know, I said, well, if you want to go to a cemetery, there's a place by my grandpa's house. There, there's he was out in the boonies you know there's not really much out there we we can go check that out i'm like all right so we we drive the 45 minutes hour out there and uh we get to this uh cemetery and get out we start looking around and kind of going off our own way you know being respectful of the place we're not we're a group of decent humans you know right. i mean you know so we're walking through and i'm just kind of walking through this one area and i walk by this one um grave and the headstone on it though you couldn't even really read it uh because it was it was pretty pretty old but i got this overwhelming sense where i just wanted to start crying i just felt sadness i just wow. wanted to all my eyes out you know but I, I i swallowed it down you know i got my girlfriend with me i can't be you know breaking down in the cemetery for no apparent reason so i i mean it, it just lingered with me lingered with me i walked up to my buddy i'm like dude i walked over here and i just felt like i wanted to cry so he walks over where i went nothing you know and as time went on you know it that sensation started to pass and we saw some uh, headstones from the late 1800s in this little tiny cemetery. I mean, it was, it was actually really cool and really interesting. Yeah. And then um, we were all kind of, he said he was seeing shadows. I'm like, dude, it's kind of wooded. I'm like, did it look like people, you know, I'm like, He's like, he's like, I don't know, maybe it could have been an animal or something. And, you know, the light and, you know, we, we didn't think too much of it. And the other couple that we were with, like, well, if we go further down this way, there's a place, a place we can go. You know, this house, uh, this area is supposed to be haunted, you know, house burnt down, all that other stuff. And so we're like, all right, sure, we'll go. So we all go and. Uh, we get we get to this area that's like another half hour away and this is this is about where the interesting part happens so we we get there and the couple 
let us, me and my buddy, use their FLIR imager. Mm -hmm. And so we started walking to where this burnt out house was. My wife, my now wife, is you know talking to them. So we're walking. We're about five feet apart, and you know he's looking through it and everything. And then all of a sudden, we both kind of just stop at the same time. And I just remember looking straight ahead, and it was like out of nowhere, a white, like a perfectly white, like tear or crack, you know, maybe about 15 feet away from us. I mean, it was just, wow, probably maybe a foot long, and it just looked like something like that. I, and it just happened like a split second and then it was gone. And I was just like, did you just see that? He goes, yeah. I go, well, what did you see? You know, cause I wanted to, I didn't want to tell him what I saw and I want to know. And he explained it exactly how I was, mm. how, I, how I saw it. It was like a, a, a possibly a portal or a yeah, tear. Man. Or I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Do your best to describe it for me if you can. Like, all right. Think, think of taking a, uh, probably about a, a foot or two of lightning okay. and, sticking it about 15 feet away from me i mean no heat no anything like that i it was it was, it was like a tear i don't know like a big jagged bright light yeah yeah but it was like the, the white of it was like white like pure white light wow and it winked in and winked out i i i, I don't i don't know i like I said, it could have been a tear. It could have been a portal trying to open. I, I yeah. really don't know how to. Did you have any equipment with you other than the FLIR or? No, we didn't. We didn't. We really didn't have anything. And like I said, it just, there was no feeling. There was no, nothing. It was just like, it, we both just kind of stopped at the same time. And it happened. Wow. And it went away and I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just don't I, that, I can't, can't explain it. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we walked forward a little bit. I didn't really want to get too too close. Right. Uh, I don't know, you know, if I'm gonna get sucked in somewhere. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and it's just like, all right, maybe, maybe, maybe we should go back to the cars, you know, with everybody else, you know, we didn't really, we were kind of quiet after that. Cause it was just like, you see something that's, you don't think should have happened. Right. But yet the best part about it is I saw it with somebody I had there, you know, if anyone like, no, 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 I'm like, Hey, this guy over here saw it too. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say, too. You had a witness. You know, you had somebody else to share this experience with. That makes it so much more credible for yourself. Yeah. I, I know sometimes things happen, and I'm like, 
I'll try to talk myself out of it. Like, oh, that was probably just my imagination. Yeah. Or did I really hear that? Or did I really see that? And when there's somebody else that says, yes, I saw the exact same thing you did. Mm-hmm. It, it changes everything, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, this kind of, you know, with you saying that kind of brings me back to what happened with my friend. You know, I had told, you know, people about it. You know, this is part of my story this is something yeah. that happened you know so when things get brought up you know i, I i'll bring i'd bring up that story a couple times and some people are like wow that's that's crazy you know or can't believe you actually hung around but i i think i you know finding you know a podcast like yours and a few others you know i didn't really want to tell a story because I've told quite a few people and a lot, the majority of them were, well, that didn't happen. What what he experienced was some kind of psychotic break or they, they, they tried to tell, give you all this, you know, medical or, you know, stuff of psychology, psychological stuff and it's like one you're not a psychologist you're not you don't have any experience you're just regurgitating it yeah you know without but you can't tell me that i experienced something and then brush it off as this because this this doesn't happen right you know people that have these breaks or mental issues i don't think it happens like that right. and there's nothing more than having an experience and feeling alone like you can't really tell anybody heck i even told my my mom about that and she even kind of brushed it off after you know her experiences and the stuff that she's into as well you know it's it's like how at first i always thought you know like how, how can you make me, how can I feel this way or why? But then I realized something like fear. Fear is, it's so much easier to deny or say it wasn't real and accepting that than accepting the reality of what actually did happen or some because so you don't believe in something. The fear of knowing that you're wrong or you weren't right about something and that scares people. And I believe that's why a lot of people, you know, shut this stuff down is because they're scared. Yeah. You're hundred percent right, man. I, I was going to say the same thing. It's fear. Uh, when people can't explain something, they start looking for what will make them feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, that's why like with this, I don't have to ask you. So Dale, what do you think that you're, what do you think you're dealing with here? Because you know what you're dealing with here. Yeah. You know, and you're, you, you know, what is there to protect you or who mm-hmm. is there to protect you? You know what you can do, what you can fall back on. You have that comfort. You have the yeah. comforter, you know? Yeah. You don't have to worry people that don't feel that same bond in that relationship if they have something you know in the spiritual world that goes on of course they're going to be scared 
Who yeah. wouldn't be? Yeah, uh, it, it's scary at the moment for all of us. Oh yeah, but, but you have a, a much better grasp on the reality of what's going on, man. Oh yeah. So you don't have to worry about explaining it away. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I, you know, I, you know, and I, I like. I just remember, I, I can really remember not really what they said, but just the way I felt, you know, when you feel so alone and I don't want anyone to, to feel alone because they've had these crazy experiences, you know, yeah. that's, it's a lonely feeling, you know, yeah, it is. And I, I understand why a lot of people don't tell their stories, but I also understand why, you know, people join your show and other shows you know to to because it's a freeing way to get it out without being ridiculed or anything like that you know it's it's i i mean it's it's really awesome like you you doing the stuff for people and you know because it makes you not feel alone anymore i appreciate that man and hopefully people will hear this and they will be opened up to you know to be willing to share their experiences. And even if they keep that to themselves to know that they're not alone because you know, they got you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. And speaking of experiencing stuff, I was one more, th- one, one more thing. I think uh, okay. this happened like a couple of years ago. I, I was not in a good place mentally, uh, my job had led me through a lot of stress and anxiety and frustration and anger. And I still work there. That's why I was so happy to call off today. Um, <laughs> yeah. I got, I said in the intro, I've never met a man who works more hours than you. <laughs> I don't believe it seems yeah. like you're constantly at work. Right? Yeah. It, it, it feels like it. Um, you know, but, um, uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I was just in a, a bad place mentally. And I'm actually started at the time that this happened is when I started kind of getting back to where I, I should be and where I need to be. And, you know, I'm sitting there watch, watching a show. It's late. Like I, I work 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. So, and I, when I get forced over or I stay over, I, I get home about three three thirty so going to bed at three o'clock in the morning is pretty routine and standard for me right so you know i didn't stay over this night but uh i came home i was watching tv i had always drink some like chamomile tea or something before bed and you know i'm watching tv i'm like you know feeling okay and i'm like all right i'm gonna go to bed so i get in get in bed and lay down and i'm about ready to fall asleep and all of a sudden I hear three knocks on the side of the wall. Hmm. I was like, loud ones. I was like, okay, I was waiting, waiting for um, our dog at the time uh, to, to wake up here and start barking because he, we had an English Mastiff, so his oh, bark wow. was rattles the foundation of the house, you know, so right. I didn't, didn't hear anything and then I started I'm like did I really hear that and I'm like if it happens again I know I didn't hear it sure enough three loud knocks on the side of the house I was like 
okay, I did hear that. I got my verification. Yep. And immediately I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, you need to go. Yes. And then almost immediately after that, I heard nothing and I was out cold. I, <laughs> so I'm like, well, it could have been someone, you know, playing a practical joke or anything at two, three o'clock in the morning. I highly doubt that. Yeah. The great thing was, is that it snowed. So when I was leaving for work, I walked walked over to the side where our bedroom was no footprints really it was the fresh snow it was perfectly fine mm. i was like all right we 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 know what we know what happened here yeah you know, it was like and that on top of everything else just gave me even more I mean, just how quickly it went away and how quickly i fell asleep kind of gave me a feeling of all right, whatever you're going to throw, you know, when it comes down to this type of stuff, let's battle if we have to. I don't know. Let's get it on. (laughs) Yeah, I I just, I I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like being scared, but yet, like, you're not. Right. You know, I, I don't know. It's, it's just a weird a, a, a weird 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 feeling yeah man i that that's how you know it's real because uh, that it has its own distinct feeling when mm-hmm. you know it's it's not being necessarily scared it's not necessarily mad it has its own feeling and i can relate and i share a lot of my personal stuff on the show but i don't share everything on the show yeah um but I, I can relate to you. I, I know that feeling. I know when I'm in that kind of presence. And uh, yeah, it's showtime. You know, it's I, I've looked around. I've studied. I've prayed. I've read. I've asked pastors what to, you know what they do. Uh, there are certain verses in scripture that I like to go to now. Mm-hmm. I I know that it works. Yeah, and so it's. It's beautiful. Do you, do you have any certain ones in any certain scripture that you say or any certain prayers that you you go to? Uh no, not not really. Um I mean, I well, I I don't really re- read the Bible all too much. I what I do is every night I uh I put in the earbud and uh, I listen to the Bible when I when I go to bed. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'll just Sometimes I'll I'll pray, you know, while listening to it, or I I just really just open my my mind to what, what I'm what I'm listening to and and everything and uh, you know which why why actually I I started reading the uh, or listening to the Bible when I sleep. There's actually a, a very good reason behind that, but but for the most part, no, I don't have any scriptures or anything in particular uh that that i i go to i just kind of when i do read it i just it just seems like every time i do i end up landing on something that hits home it's like oh, yeah. almost every single time it's just like oh <laughs> you, you, you know it's how, how that doesn't just happen <laughs> right it's you, wonderful you know? because i've lost a page in a book in a regular book and i'm like 
you know, you can never just find that right page with the Bible. It's like, no matter where you open it, it's right there at the right time. Yeah. Plus my memory's crap and I can't remember it. (laughs) My favorite book series. And I, I can barely tell you what it's, you know, details of it because it's just, my mind doesn't really work that way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, I do the same thing. You know, somebody be like, how'd you like the movie? Oh, it was great. What was it about? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so oh, these I... things happened and yeah. 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 Just a good movie, you know. <laughs> just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Now is there anything else that we need to go over? Uh um I I think that there there is one more thing because it's this is my experience. Yeah. Um you know, and I can't this is something that I feel like kind of there's a fine line with it. I started before I started reading the uh, listening to the Bible every every night when I go to bed. Right. Um, I started getting into like listening to something while I sleep. You know, like it started out as you know thunderstorms or you know calming rain. You know, in the forest. You know. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. Then I started finding, you know, stuff like, well, these frequencies or these hertz or whatever. I was like, all right, that's interesting. So I started listening to some of that. And then I it led into like meditation stuff. Right. Like, this will help you sleep. This will help you open your third eye. This will help you find your uh guardian angel or this will help you you know this and that so I, it piqued my curiosity so oh, yeah. i started listening to that stuff and then that's when the dreams started to happen uh i started having dreams of exercising people wow like full-blown i can feel it it feels real i in the dream i like feel exhausted exactly how i felt with with my buddy like just that physical draining yeah like i you know would would always i started to hit yeah and um there there was one in particular that scared me like not because of what was going on in it but it was like it, it, it was, it, it felt like an older version of one of my kids that really? I was doing. Okay. And that freaked, that, 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 that's one of my kids, you know, it, mm-hmm. it was, it didn't look, I couldn't see the face, you know, but it just felt like it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm done. I, I, I'm so done. And I switched to that. And for, for the most part, the the dreams have stopped for now yeah but i mean i would have dreams like that from time to time before i even was listening to that type of stuff so Mm. i feel like you know there's there's definitely spiritual battles going on and i think so yeah and man i just remember just waking up and knowing i gotta work a 12-hour shift and just feeling already just worn out just from a dream yep yep it is exhausting man 
Uh, I, like, like I said, when you start getting into all, all that spirit stuff, uh, oh, I don't can't even remember it, but you know, your guardian angel or your soul familiar and stuff like that. I don't, I don't think that's really for me. I'll just, right. you know, I just, I didn't like where stuff was headed and, and yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. You know, but I know other people have other experiences and other people have experiences that start out wonderful and end up going completely wrong. So it's just like, I'm not for me. Yep. Yep. It's all fine. You know, <laughs> it's all right. You're staying in your lane, man. Ain't nothing wrong yeah. with that. <laughs> yep. For me, this is where I'm going. You, if it works, it works for you. Yep. I, I'm not going to judge you. I don't, that's your business. Not my, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's it, buddy. That's so, it. Man. Well, please keep in touch with me, Dale. Uh, definitely. I, I know we've passed probably 40, 50 emails back and forth between each other trying to line stuff out, but don't yeah. stop now. I mean, we, we can go ahead and stay in touch, you know, just because I had you on the show. Don't mean we had to quit talking. It, that, that, that sounds terrific. You're a good really man. Does. You know, if anything else happens, I'll definitely shoot it your way. And Yeah, please do. You know, keep it. We'll see, we'll see what the future holds. I don't know how things are going to go but you just never know that's right just stay prayed up and oh, yeah. enjoy your day off <laughs> oh, i already am this is <laughs> thanks brother i'll talk all to right. you later man all right sounds good all right thanks bye bye all right that's it for this week guys i hope you enjoyed listening to the show if you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to the bumppodcast.com, click the episode tab, and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on. Share your story with us. Go to the bumppodcast.com. Click the holler at me button and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com, and uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right, again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.
Thank you, Lord. 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 There's a river. in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart this could help lead you closer to God to, to let Jesus Christ save you and it goes like this Heavenly Father I come to you from the depths of my heart realizing that I have sinned I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen. Amen.